0: Then. All right. Um, so first of all, hi, my name is Amina Ghani and I am a junior. I live in New Jersey and I am the director of operations for Readify. We're a social justice organization led by teens for teens to get more.
1: I'm doing good and I love your organization, by the way. I think it's absolutely fantastic and I wish when I was a teenager it had been around because I would have totally you. participated. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right.
0: Um, so about why do you think that music is a bad movie and all of that, and just your interactions with Sia. So the first one is would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Yes, so I am Helen Savili. I am the director of community at Rewrite Media. Before that, I've worked at Mojane Studios and for Microsoft. And I've been doing community management for about um 20 or so years and um, uh, most of, several, many, much of it in video games and I've been a professional actress since I was 10 years old. So I've kind of go all over social media and everything like that.
0: That's so cool. I'm actually in theater as well so it's so interesting to hear about your acting experience.
1: Uh- yes.
0: So the next question I have is, why do you believe that music is hurtful for the autistic community?
1: So there's, there's a couple of reasons. The first one that I think should be addressed is the fact that there's a lack of representation. And in the past, when autistic people have been portrayed in media, it they've been portrayed all the same. Right for the most part. Um, if if the show actually came out and said the person was autistic, they are really only indicative of extreme points on the spectrum and not all over. The reason why it's a spectrum disorder is because there's so much deviation. Like I, when I was struggling to figure out, wh- you know, why I was different from everybody else, it was believed that if you had autism, you were nonverbal and you were not social. And of course, now we know that that's just not the case. But it is because of that portrayal in media that those stereotypes persisted. And that made it very difficult as well when I was You know coming out about being autistic and saying you know hey look I have autism you know if you could explain this in a different way then that would be great people have a lot of unconscious bias I discovered about autism and they automatically assume things about you that like negative stereotypes and negative things about you that that may have actually only portrayed to that character and wasn't even true to somebody who would necessarily have autism. So whenever you cast a neurotypical person or or any, any type of minority group, whenever you cast somebody who's not in that minority group, even though they technically as an actor can portray it because that's your job as an actor, it does two things. One, it makes it less genuine. And as an actress myself, I appreciate genuine performances and being able to pull upon lived life experiences because I'm a method actress. And I fully admit that there are some characters that I don't know that I would be able to do justice to because I don't have that lived experience. And so like as an actress myself, there are some roles that I would not feel comfortable taking because of that. And the second thing is it robs autistic people of the ability to get that particular work experience to get that opportunity it's hard enough having autism and just getting like any job right but when you have an incredible opportunity like this where you have like a major motion picture to discover that somebody casts somebody that is not authentic to the character and instead just let that opportunity pass by that's It's kind of a slap in the face, especially if it's positioned as music was that it's pro autism, right? And pro the autistic community. It's not, it's not. If it was pro the autistic community, it would have actually cast an actor and actors with autism. And that's just not what happened. So I don't think you can say something is like an activist role and not be authentic about it. And as I said before, not to say that actors can't portray roles of things that they're not, they absolutely can. But I think that when it comes to opportunity, when it comes to just authenticity as an actor, you want that and you want roles that will challenge you, yes, but also roles that will suit you. It's the same reason why so many actors have stepped back from playing. Uh, from playing parts that were had minority characters when they weren't part of the minority group it's the same thing for autism and for people with disabilities and then the second thing is the way that it portrays autism Um, a lot of actors spend a long time around people like for instance if you're if you're, if you're playing a physically challenged character and for whatever reason, can't have a physically challenged actor, actors will spend weeks and months with various members of that community to learn about their shared experiences. And that's not what happened. As the actress said in an interview, she just watched YouTube videos of extreme cases of nonverbal people who were melting down and that footage was taken essentially kind of to exploit them for views, right? So first of all, we have, it's, you know, bad input in, bad input out, right? So we have bad input in. We have a lot of organizations that are run by and for autistic people that were not consulted or anything like that. So then we have the second issue. Once again, bad input in, bad input out. So all it's doing is it's just taking these same harmful stereotypes and rehashing them and repackaging them and sending them out. And in the trailer, it was discovered that they actually put, like, restrained an autistic person for having a meltdown, which that in, its, in and of itself is going to portray the wrong message. And when you talk to clinicians and stuff, they agree, this is, that's not the way that you should treat somebody. And And then there's there's a lot of issues actually. Now, like if I start going down that rabbit hole, I'll just keep going. But the fact of the matter is that bad input was put into the movie. And so therefore the movie is not going to be authentic and definitely not pro autism.
0: Yeah, I have personally not watched the movie, but I did look at the trailer just to see like, try to educate myself on like what is not good about music. And I didn't want to watch the movies. So I didn't want to support Sia, and I wanted to instead try to not even try to associate with that. So mm-hmm. I love the way that you, um, I love the way that you just told your like why you believe that that music is not the best portrayal of autistic actors and autistic people. Um, my next question is. What would you say Sia's biggest mistakes
1: were when making music? That she didn't consult the autism community, especially with her, well, now former presence on social media. She has the ability to get in contact with autistic actors, with autism advocates. And I'm not even necessarily saying me. um, And I'm not even saying that she's like a bad person or anything for it. I don't believe anything like that. I think she just didn't consider the fact that her actions would have long-term and negative consequences. But if she had consulted any, like any sort of actually autistic people other than just, I think she said she consulted one person, but you need to consult more than that. Like most major motion pictures, they consult several people and who are concerned authorities in the field, and that didn't happen. And I think if she had done that from the beginning, she would have cast an autistic actress to play the role. And she would have had a more authentic portrayal of people with autism, but because she didn't do it and she just kind of took the research on her own and didn't, or research, right, um, on her own, she didn't, Get the authentic voice of people with autism, and from the very beginning, the movie was off track in that sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like if she worked with people who were more educated on it, and she might have, and the movie might have had a different output. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so another question I have is, if you're comfortable, could you speak about your some of your experiences of discrimination you face because of because you are autistic?
1: Um, either in the film industry or just in your day-to-day life? Absolutely. In my day-to-day life, it, I'm very grateful to live in an area. I live in the Seattle area. I'm very grateful to live in an area where there are quite a few people on the spectrum and there's a lot of knowledge and information and awareness. But when I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, that wasn't the case. I got bullied a lot in school. I got bullied in college um, because I was always different and I was not wired like everybody else, so to speak. And people just knew that there's just something weird about that Helen girl, right? And then when I was forthcoming about it and had a diagnosis and started telling people because I wanted to advocate for it Um, because I've been an advocate for disabilities for pretty much my entire life. (laughs) um, I found that people have some really bad prejudices and unconscious bias. I had a manager tell me that I was too difficult to handle and when I asked her why she couldn't give me any specific responses or specific examples, she just said, well, you just are. Well, that was two months after I had opened up to the company I worked for about being autistic. And I don't think that was a coincidence. And then I started to be bullied at work after I opened up about my autism diagnosis. So it's it's almost as if they said, oh, she's autistic. She's a perfect target for me to take out all of my anger and frustration. And it's it's really horrible to experience that just because you, you know, I was the same person that I was two years previously, but because all of a sudden I had this label of autism, suddenly it was okay to bully me. It was okay to lie about me. It was okay to push me aside. It was okay to discount everything that I had done and was doing because I was autistic. And this happened at a major corporation where stuff like this should not be happening and it really jaded me actually because I was always told that if you work hard no matter what disability you have no matter what you know challenges that you might have you will succeed and I worked hard and then I came and I was open about having autism and then I was discounted for it and my professional life was made significantly more difficult because of it. And even if people say, oh, I don't have any problem with people with autism, right? There's that unconscious bias that's there. And part of that is there because of the negative portrayals of people with autism in the media. So all this is going to do is make it even more difficult. And I'm pretty good at what's called covering, which is pretending that I don't have autism, right? I'm I've grown to be pretty good at that because I have a younger sibling who's on the spectrum and several family members who are as well and I saw the difficulties that they faced so I just naturally just growing up that's how I survived right was trying to cover it up as much as possible and even organizations that say oh no be your authentic self and and don't cover they only mean it to a certain extent. And even if, the, even if the organization itself may truly be behind it, there are still people in that organization who have that unconscious bias and who will still make your life miserable because they have that negative portrayal from the media. And they have these preconceived notions in their head of how you will act and how you'll be difficult all of a sudden and how you'll be this and that and the other, which is not true. It's just plain not true.
0: Yeah, definitely. I know myself, I've struggled with trying to find resources on how I can personally be a better ally to the autistic community. Um, Mm. Do you have any materials that you recommend or any organizations that you would recommend other people who are trying to get more insight into how to be a better ally to the community look into? And additionally, another question I have is how do you refer to to the autistic community? Because I know that some people would, some people prefer saying, Um, I'm someone living with autism. I'm a part
1: of the autistic community. What do you think is the best way to address that? So when it comes to allyship, I think probably one of the best things is to, when you see somebody who is talking about people with autism, right, and they're talking about, oh, how they bang their head against the wall, they're all nonverbal and everything like that, say, oh, hey, but Actually, I know a lot of people who aren't like that, right, and they may just have trouble understanding social cues and stuff like that. Probably the best way to be an ally is to educate people around you and educate people who have these preconceived notions when it does come up, and it does come up quite a bit. Um, Also, supporting people with autism when like you're doing right now, actually you're being an awesome ally um, by, by helping amplify our voices so that we are heard. Um, I don't know of any specific things other than like, for instance, the Ask Autistics or Ask Autistic. Yeah, I think it's Ask Autistics uh, hashtag on Twitter, which um, will pull up anybody, you know, I, I look at that hashtag all the time to see if there's anybody I can help. Um, and help clear up some stuff, but that's a really good, great way. Um, as for how we refer to ourselves, it's really like, I'm super chill. Like I've, I'm a community manager in gaming. So like I get called horrible things on the daily um, just because that's just community management, right? That's, that's my career. But um, I, I will refer to myself as, a, as an autistic, um, that I have autism, that I'm an autistic person and there, there may be some other people who would prefer person with autism, right? And I think in general, as a rule of thumb, it's probably better to say person with, and then whatever it is um, until you know specifically. And in my case, you can say, hey, Helen's autistic, right? I'm totally fine with that, totally fine with that. And most, most people um, in the autistic community um, which is generally referred to as the autistic community, not the community for people with autism, because that's really long and difficult to say. Um, most of them also don't really have a preference, like, you know, because most of us have been bullied and we've been called a lot worse things. So. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I really have enjoyed talking about this and getting more insight onto just the movie itself as well as how to better aid the autistic community. Um, another question that I have is, which organizations do you recommend people not look into when they are trying to help out the autistic community?
1: Autism Speaks, don't. Um, it is very controversial in the autism community. I'm I, Now, I'm not one to say like don't look at a charity because I, I think there's also everybody is so unique and there's all sorts of different charities and organizations that can help other people. And I'm not definitely not saying that nobody has been helped by them or anything like that. Um, but I will say that um, if you are not autistic and you align yourself with that particular organization, you will draw ire and like, n- Negative opinions from people with autism because there have also been people with autism who were hurt by that organization. So I would say that's probably one of the most popular ones and ones and one that you might just want to kind of stay away from, um, especially if you're not looking to draw controversy. Um, it's just kind of better to be safe than sorry, and. Um, but there are plenty of organizations, I can't think of any off the top of my head, of course, but I can send them to you on Twitter um, that are run by people with autism and basically by and for people with autism. And those would be ones that would uh, be probably a little bit more helpful and definitely more helpful to the autism community rather than one that's seeped in controversy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like talking to someone about an issue that directly affects them is a lot more meaningful and impactful than talking to someone who thinks they might know what they're talking about, but doesn't really, especially going back to mo- to music, the movie, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that situation. Um, yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Um, any other things that you think that people would benefit from hearing?
1: Yes, if you are autistic, know that you are supported, that you are loved, that you are worthy of love, that you are worthwhile. And even though you may be facing challenges and even if life really is pretty terrible right now, know that there are many of us in the community who have been through that as well. And we're here to support you. I'm available on Twitter, Discord, you name it. If you find a Helen Angel, it's probably me. And and I'm always happy to talk to anybody with autism, but most importantly, there is support out there. Don't give up. Don't think that because you have autism that you're limited by what you can do because times are changing and we're trying to continue to blaze that trail for everyone else who has autism, who grows up after us. So just hang in there and come to us for support because we are there for each other.
0: Those are all the questions I have, but thank you so much for talking to us today. Um, We're gonna release this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, Um, and we will also make an Instagram post as well as probably a Twitter post and appreciate you talking to us today um, and just informing our viewers on what you your thoughts are about uh, about music and just the autistic community in general it's always great to hear about hear from someone who's directly impacted by an issue
1: Um, my pleasure and you're doing great great work like I said I think your organization is fantastic thank you so much